I'm recording. Unfortunately, that is the new intro to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. <laughs> you probably figured out by now who's on the show. Oh, Bro and Bill here. Oh, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I haven't left that. Oh my god. Thank you for that, Bill. You're welcome. And that will be the new theme song for this oh, show. God. Until... I can think of another one down the line, which probably takes <laughs> a while. So. Shark Pod Podcast. Oh my gosh. Hey, and I put your name in the front, so. Oh yeah, I, I am. I, I, I'm so happy because of that, because that was the thing I recognized with that song. Oh my gosh, what a horrible, horrible song. Ah, <laughs> oh, who's vacuum? Who's vacuum in the background? Yeah. Well, there were no vacuums in the episode that we're going to talk about today, but... Well, depends who you ask. That's true. That's true. The pig or the elephant? Um, so we are at the fifth episode of this first season. Oh my gosh. And I think... This is where maybe a, it's a combination of where the absurdity of the show, of the jokes, and just downright smart writing come into play. Yeah. Uh, elephant An elephant makes love to a pig is the episode we're talking about today. And uh, it, I, I, I am going to be completely... Uh, 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 truthful and say that this is an episode that I didn't really uh, remember. It's not an episode I've gone back to many times to see over and over again. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing or a good thing, but but it's it's a it's an episode where where I did not really remember a lot when I I saw it now. Uh, for maybe the third time in my life, and I, I still still have have kind of a feeling that uh, 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 it's an episode that is uh, not easily forgotten, but maybe not talked about as much in South Park uh, communities. I definitely agree with that last uh, part of the sentence you said. I don't think this episode gets talked about a lot, but. Well, we're going to talk about it today, and um, this is a very interesting episode for a number of reasons. So, uh, and Fro did mention the title of the episode is An Elephant Makes Love to a Pig, 
this originally aired on September 10th, 1997. The day before my birthday. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Not a bad birthday gift at the time, I don't think. Well, 11th of September is maybe known for other things than my birthday, to be honest. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't look <laughs> into that much. Oh, well. Oh, well. So... Why don't we jump right into today's episode, An Elephant Makes Love to a Pig. And it's uh, presented by the vacuum cleaner in the background. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, we start off with the boys at the bus stop, and Cartman notices that Stan has a black eye. And he asks what happened. And Stan tells them that his sister, Shelly, beat the crap out of him. And, you know, he, he complains because, um, you know, Shelly recently got, you know, work done on her teeth, which we'll get into in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, oh, Shelly is always so perfect and innocent and blah, you know, and my parents don't believe that she's an evil bitch. And, you know, Kerman makes fun of him and he's like, if some woman went and tried to kick my ass, I'd be like, hey! You go back in the kitchen and make me buy! <laughs> and this is going to be a constant theme for, like, the first half of this episode. So, um, and then Kyle, you know, Kyle's there, and they see that Kyle has an elephant. And he's a little bit down because his mom won't let him uh, keep his new pet elephant. And I had a thought, you know, watching this again, because I, you know, I, I've seen this as well before. Mm-hmm. And it made me, and, it, and I know you're not a big fan of the current Simpsons, but I do want to go back to when, you know, people say it was really good. Right. The episode where Bart has a pet elephant. Mm, I actually remember that episode. Because I was thinking to myself, okay, well... When the Simpsons did it, Simpsons did it, Simpsons did it, uh, you know, Bart wanted a, you know, a pet elephant because of the radio. Like, the radio was like, oh, do you want the money or a pet elephant? <laughs> and Bart's like, I want the elephant. And, you know, it makes this big deal, and eventually he gets the elephant. Here, Kyle just has an elephant. Right. It's, it's like, okay... Where did you get the elephant from? You know, I just wanted to point that out. Not complaining about it, but just wanted to point that out. So, Kyle's a little bit upset because he can't keep his pet elephant. And then, you know, then something comes up to where they mention about Carmen, who has a pet pig. And... Kyle has this idea of, well, what if we were able to get an elephant to make love to a pig? And Carmen is like, oh, no, no one's going to touch Fluffy. So when the bus arrives, um, uh, the the bus driver, and I, oh, crap, what's her name again? I forget. Oh, uh, uh, Miss Crap, Crap. Uh, yeah, Miss Crabtree, that's right. Crabtree, yeah. Um, so she, you know, she's like, who's the new kid? And because he, you know, he's, she's thinking that, you know, Kyle's going to bring his elephant on the bus. And he's like, oh, this is the, the new retarded kid. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. You're going to have to ride the short bus. It's right next to you. And they show, you know, a bunch of kids on the short bus there. And I just want to say. For the record, it is okay to ride the short bus, quote-unquote. I don't know why this is such a big deal here, you know, in the U.S. It's like, oh, you have to ride the short bus. It's the same bus. Just because it's shorter doesn't make it any different. I, I'm, I'm so out of this because, like, I, I didn't even know what short bus was before, I, before I saw this. It's, 
it's a stupid thing. I don't know who first started that argument, but it's just stupid. <laughs> I'm glad you're saying it because yeah, I, yeah. Although I, although I think the I I think that argument is going down like dying down. So you know, I I don't think I have to worry about that argument much more. So we then go to school and. They were in Mr. Garrison's class, and Kyle gets into this argument with one of the students, Terrence. And Mr. Garrison brings up, he's like, oh, look at that, two grade A, A-plus students arguing. And, you know, they, like, Kyle says, well, I have his pet elephant, and I'm going to make, I'm going to have his elephant make love to a pig, and... And we'll breed pot-bellied elephants. And the kids are like, oh, well, I want it for $50. And Terrence is like, whatever. I'm going to clone an entire human. And Mr. Garrison's like, oh, well, that would be a great experiment for the science fair next month. <laughs> so we have basically a science war to decide who could do better. Can... can this kid clone, you know, clone a person, or can Kyle get an elephant to make love to a pig and make pot-bellied elephants? Mm -hmm. So then uh, Mr. Garrison sees Stan with the black eye, and he brings him over and he gives him a cup of gel, cocoa. And, you know, he asks him, is anything wrong at home? And Stan's like, yeah. And he's like, is someone hitting you? Yeah. Is it your mom? Is it your dad? No, it's my sister. And Mr. Garrison said, Oh, you big wuss. Give me back my coffee. You can't take your sister kicking your ass. You big wuss. Uh, but I, I find it kind of interesting that they they play with gender roles. Uh, uh, with having the sister beating him. Mm -hmm. uh, I like that. And, and it is very different, and it really for any culture, because you know normally all you really hear about is when a man yeah. beats up a woman. Mm -hmm. But there are instances where the woman, you know, very abusively can beat up the guy. Oh yeah, definitely. It's very, you know, it's not as rare as you think. It's just not talked about yeah because you're, you're like are you afraid of a girl right uh, like uh, it's 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 uh, you have that in in your mind that you 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 shouldn't uh, be afraid of a girl because it's it's less it's less manly almost mm -hmm. plus i think a lot of us were taught you know never to hit a woman so right which is true yeah never hit a woman mm-hmm so Stan goes home, and he walks behind the couch to try and avoid his sister. So Shelly sees him, and she's like, Were you looking at me, Stan? And, you know, he's trying to defend himself. No, no, I wasn't. Were you lying to me, Stan? <laughs> and, you know, like, he's trying to defend himself, but Shelly starts beating the crap out of her, out of him. And, you know, like, she throws the TV on him and throws him into, like, this china cabinet. And then eventually she throws him out the window. You know, like, she, it's amazing. Like, cartoons at times can be amazing, but it can also be unrealistic. Yeah. And this is an unrealistic situation. Because any person who gets a TV dropped on their head. Nine times out of ten is dead. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I I wouldn't try that. I would <laughs> I would try to get away from the TV. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I'm not going to stand there like a cartoon. So then Kyle asks Stan if he's ready to go, uh, you know, to the uh, science place, the, uh, the the laboratory up on the hill, mm -hmm. and Cartman makes another comment about women and how if he you know if they were fighting him he'd be like hey back it up back it 
die in the bloom and make babies. To which Shelly said, who said that? And Cartman points to Kenny. And then we get to uh, the the science lab and we get this great dialogue. Oh, my gosh. This great dialogue between Kyle and Cartman about, um, you know, them getting the elephant and the pig, you know, to get together. This is so... This is is hilarious. And they're just going back and forth and then Kyle calls Cartman a pig effer. And it's just so great. And then Carmen's like, why did you go back to San Francisco with all the other Jews? And then they're like, there are no Jews in San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's hilarious. It's just great. So then all of a sudden we see the scientist there. Um, Now, I do have the name. I don't know if they said it in the episode. I'm not sure. I don't think they did. No, I uh, mean neither. Uh, I know they say his name in other episodes, but uh, yeah, yeah, it is it is Doctor Mephisto, and Terence is his son. Bum ba bum ba bum. So, uh, Doctor Mephisto lets the boys in, and you know he shows them some of his creations, including the four-assed monkey, the four-assed ostrich. The bunny fish. I love the bunny fish. And it's just a fish with bunny ears tied up to him. And and then um, Dr. Mephisto asks the boys, well, what are you here for? Well, we'd like to, you know, we'd like to get this elephant to mate with a pig. And Dr. Mephisto is like, oh, I'm sorry. We can't do, that's impossible. Haven't you ever heard the song from Lover Boy? And it's like, Big and elephant DNA just won't splice. And it it's just so random because it's like, lover boy. Yeah. Um, and then while they're talking, uh, Dr. Mephisto takes a blood sample from Stan. With, you know, because Stan's like, hey, what'd you do that for? And he's like, what? I didn't do anything. So we go back to school the next day, and um, Terrence asks Kyle how he's done so far. And Kyle's like, oh, well, I haven't, you know, haven't been able to get them to mate yet. And he's like, oh, well, too bad, because I've cloned an entire human foot. And he shows this foot. It's just this foot with a bone sticking out, and it's just hopping around, and... It starts, you know, kicking Cartman, and Cartman's like, I'll kick you in the nuts! Yeah, but the foot doesn't have nothing. <laughs> exactly, which is so... what makes, which is what makes yeah. that funny. Mm-hmm. It really does. So then, um, they go into the, uh, they get their lunches, and they talk to Chef, and, you know, Kyle tells Chef, you know, the idea of, Pig, you know, getting an elephant to make love to a pig, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Haven't you heard that song by Loverboy? Burger and elephant DNA just won't splice." <laughs> it's almost like Loverboy was uh, <laughs> uh, a group. <laughs> like if I if I started the group, I would call it Loverboy. It sounds yeah. And the thing is, that is an actual group. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, they've had they had hit songs back in the day. Really? Yeah, they did. I I, I thought they made this up. No, that this is a legitimate group. Really? Um, let me let me pull up their let me oh, get their boy, big really? singles. Uh, what are their big songs? Hold on. Uh, well, the big hit is "Working for the Weekend." Uh. Everybody's working for the weekend. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> well, it made it all the way to number two on the U.S. charts. Okay, I never heard that song before. But... Really? You? Oh my gosh, that's like that's almost a party anthem here in the U.S. Okay. Um, they also did "The Kid Is Hot Tonight," 
um, turn me loose. Okay. When it's, when it's over, take me to the top. Lucky ones. Oh, okay. Uh, they're still together. Never ever heard of any of their songs. Wow. <laughs> I have learned something new today. Ah, uh, uh, maybe. Something new. Uh, Spotify, here we come. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We could have played them. T- mm. All right. Okay. Off, off topic real quick. I do want to mention this. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't know, I do work at a school. And coming up is International Night. And, um, you know, the different classes, they get to pick a country, you know, to do for International Night. Oh, please uh, tell me that someone picked Norway. Uh, I gotta see which grade is doing Europe. Okay. I'll if if I see one that does your or Norway, I'll let you know. Please do. So, um, the teacher I work with, she chose Canada, and you know, I was like, okay, that's real good. So today we did uh, we played music, you know, from Canadian artists. Right. Um, what did we play? Celine Dion. Avril Lavigne. Yeah, Avril Lavigne, Justin Bieber, <laughs> yep. uh, Alanis Morissette, Rush. Oh, Rush, yeah. I, and I completely forgot about Loverboy. I forgot about Loverboy. Okay, so what you are telling me that I did not know is that Loverboy is Canadian. Yeah. Okay. I, I sort of forgot that in my mind, that they are a Canadian band. Well, blame Canada. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the real country anyway. Aww. Aww. All right, so we go back to the science lab, and Terrence is with Dr. Mephesto, and as uh, Fro mentioned, that is, uh, Dr. Mephesto is Terrence's father, and Terrence is a little bit impatient because, you know, he wants this clone to be ready. Well, here's this floating clone of Stan. It's just floating in the water. Um, and, you know, it looks good. It really looks good. So then um, the boys get back. They're out at night. And they're trying to get the elephant and the pig both drunk <laughs> to get in the mood to make love. So because Tom, everybody knows if you drink enough, you get to make love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, K- or, or Kyle somehow gets a keg of beer <laughs> to give to the elephant. <laughs> it's like, again, how does he get a keg of beer? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, like with the pig, I'd understand. You just, you know, pour it in a bowl and it's there. Sure. Here, he he gets his keg of beer yep. out of nowhere. So the guys are waiting for them to get drunk, and it takes a little while. <laughs> but they do get drunk, and they start to see each other. So Chef starts singing a song. Um, and while he's singing the song to get, you know, the animals in the mood, here comes Elton John. Elton John comes in, and he starts singing. And it should be pointed out, and it's actually, I, I think it it's either in uh, Wikipedia or on the South Park website, that some people thought that that was actually the real Elton John. Yeah, but it, because it sounds like him. Right, but it wasn't. Yeah. It, it was, I believe it was Trey Parker who yeah, did Trey the Trey Parker, yeah. And what's cool about this is in season two or season three, we do get Elton John on the show. Oh, yeah. For which, is, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, and of course I have my Elton John, so. Like, you just got to be like, her. Tonight's the night. <laughs> okay, Bill. All right. If you say it, so. It's better than when I uh, tried to do a... Uh, what was that? Uh, e, what, what, oh, what was that song from last week? Um, oh, Loving You. 
is beautiful. Oh. Yeah, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do it again. I'm just. Yep. All right. So, um, then we then they then they wake up. The elephant. Well, actually, the elephant and the pig finally do mate, and you can hear the sounds. And the kids are just annoyed. It's like, oh my, you know, it's just it's just. It's almost like, oh, you want to hear the most annoying sound of the world? <laughs> that that could have been up there. So they wake up the next morning. The boys and Chef are still there. So, you know, um, Chef is explaining to them, oh, you know, this is the beauty of nature. And then, um, then they, you know, then Kyle asks Chef, well, when you know when do they realize that they've made it and chef's like oh that's the bad part of nature and kyle asks well when does it go from good to bad and chef says eh, about nine thirty in the morning <laughs> i love that so they uh... each so they each wake up and they realized what has happened and they they're just like oh my gosh why did we do this uh so then we go back to the science lab and dr mefesto is trying to tell terrence hey you know he's not ready you know this clone is not ready well terrence doesn't want to hear it and then all of a sudden here comes clone stan he breaks through the glass and you know, he's got this big head, and there's one arm that's longer than the other, and the other arm is short. Um, and, you know, Clone Stan just starts beating the crap out of Dr. Mephesto and the kids. And then he escapes the science lab, and he goes out on the town. So then, um, then we get, you know, we, we get this news that you know, something is happening in the town, and here's Clone Stan. He he's beating Jimbo. He's beating up Officer Bar Brady. He's beating up Mr. Garrison. To which Stan sees this, and you know he's like, "Hmm, how would you like to meet your sister?" And you know, like Clone Stan is speaking like very few words he's like jump a jaw jump a jaw <laughs> that uh, sounds exactly like him mm-hmm, pretty much um so then he does take he stan takes clone stan to his house and you know he's trying to tell you know he's like shelly bad and he's like stan bad no 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 stan good jelly bad and Clone Stan just gets irate, and he's throwing everybody across the house, and he throws Kenny across into the kitchen, and he goes into the microwave, which we'll get back to in a moment. So then Shelly comes out, and she's thinking that this is Stan, but she doesn't know it's Clone Stan, and at this point she has a neck brace on, and... You know, she starts beating the crap out of Clone Stan. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, if Clone Stan can't beat up Shelly, who's going to beat up, you know, who's going to beat up Shelly? And Dr. Mephisto realizes that, you know, oh, I should not have played God. I should not have created life and all that. So he then pulls a gun and he kills Clone Stan which ruins Terrence's whole project, you know, of genetic engineering. So then uh, Stan's parents come home, and Jimbo talks to the parents, and all, and Mr. Garrison talks to the parents, and Stan's like, oh, my God, you know, they think that I've done all of this. I'm good, you know, I'm going to be put away for a long time. It's terrible. You know, and he's like, basically, he's thinking that this is it. This is the end. You know, he's going to get in so much trouble. So then 
the uh, Randy and Sharon come in and they ask Stan, you know, what do you have to say? You know, explain yourself. And Shelly, out of the blue, says it wasn't Stan. It wasn't Stan's fault. I get it. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, sorry about that. And then you know they hug Stan and. I guess you could say all is forgiven. And then Stan's like, oh, thank you, Shelly. You know, you're a good sister. And then Shelly just beats the crap out of Stan again. And then this time she brings a lawnmower in and she she puts the lawnmower over Stan's face. (laughs) And again, this goes into the this could not happen in real life. Because if you put a lawnmower on a person's head, that person is dead. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. It is true. And then the microwave door opens and Kenny has been cooked in the microwave for three minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. So we're at uh, we're at five times now that Kenny has died. Five times. Mm-hmm. So we go back to school, and Mr. Garrison asks Kyle, you know, where's the, you know, where's the baby pig? And he's like, oh, well, she hasn't given birth yet. So Mr. Garrison says, okay, I'll give you till the end of the day, and if, you know, nothing happens, you get an F. So then Terrence comes out, because remember, Clone Stan is dead, so... What's the next best idea that Terrence can do? He has a monkey with five asses. <laughs> it's almost like, oh, well, you know, you just could have pasted, uh, you know, an ass onto it. And then all of a sudden, the pig gives birth. Fluffy gives birth. So, you know, they bring the cage with Fluffy in it. And we take a look at the baby pig and Mr. Garrison. The baby pig looks like Mr. Garrison. Exactly. Like um, Mr. Garrison. Yeah. So then uh, Mr. Garrison gives Kyle first prize. And then at the end, Cartman looks at Fluffy and he says, that'll do, pig. And that's the end of the episode. And for those who don't get that last line, that is the last line from the movie Babe. Yep. Oh. One of uh, my favorite big movies. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd put it up there among the greatest pig movies of all time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, not that there is a lot of <laughs> yeah. pig movies. Yeah. Exactly. Um, is it the only pig movie I know? <laughs> I was beginning to think. I, I think it's the only there, movie. There, there's actually, what's funny is, and, and you you know, you ask that, There's actually, there was another movie, and I didn't know this till years later, there was another pig movie that was to come out at about the same time that Babe did. Really? And it was called Gordy. Okay. And Gordy was supposed to be the big, you know, box office hit, and Babe was supposed to be the one that wasn't supposed to do too good, but it was, it ended up being the other way around. I never, ever heard about Gordy. I've heard it's a bad movie. It's probably since I had never heard about it. Yeah, but back to this episode. Yes. Uh, a good episode. Um... Uh, it got a uh, 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how would you grade it? Ooh, this is a hard one for me because I think it's... Um, I think it's good, but my pro- uh, problem, like I said before, I think it's uh, un- forgettable. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's uh, an episode that doesn't really give me a lot of 
further into the South Park universe. It's almost like it's an standalone episode where I feel uh, other episodes kind of uh, contribute to the South Park universe, where I feel like they're not uh, trying to really say anything in this episode. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I don't care for episodes where uh, they try to be controversial just to be controversial, and uh, it's not that kind of episode either. So uh, the best, the best thing I can say about this is that it's it's funny. It's it's a really funny episode, but it's uh, forgettable. Uh, and that's why it grow, uh, it gets low grade for me. I think it's uh, out of ten. I think it's uh, six. Yeah, six. Wow. Um. Okay. Um. I I think the 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 end of the plot. With you know what happens with the elephant and the pig, right? While it's funny, it's a bit disappointing. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you know, pot-bellied elephant. You know, this is such a great idea. Yeah, and it is a good idea. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And then it turns out that the pig looks like Mr. Garrison at the end. Mm. You know, and it's such. It's sort of a letdown mm. to a degree. I agree. Um, but like I said, the dialogue with Kyle and Cartman before they go into the science lab is hilarious. Um, the Elton John thing is good. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and the, the, the whole storyline with Stan and his sister is really good, you know, especially when you have siblings involved. Um, I'm going to give this a little bit of a higher grade than you but not too much okay. I'm gonna give this a 7 oh, okay. I was gonna go 7.5 but when I was thinking about it I think that the, the twist end sort of ruined it a little bit for me mm. and I think that's where it loses some points but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a 7, because there was some funny stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. It, it is a funny episode. But it, uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure if, uh, when we look back at Season 1, that this will be... Uh, or, 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 like, uh, in retrospect of other episodes that I've seen, that, uh, yeah, like I said, I feel like this episode is a little uh, forgettable. And that's also one of the problems with this episode, that it's not trying to tell us anything. True, but it does give us the famous, you know, saying from Cartman, I'll kick you in the nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So it does help there. Oh, yeah. Now, before we get into what the critics thought, I actually found this uh, in under the Wikipedia page of this episode. I did not know this at all. Okay. Um. And this might surprise you too. I'm gonna I'm gonna read, um, I'll, I'll read the first paragraph because that's where it's really important. Okay. An elephant makes love to a pig was written by show creators Trey Parker and Matt Stone and Dan Strunk. It first aired on September 10, 1997. Parker and Stone intended to call this this episode "An Elephant Fucks a Pig," but changed the title under pressure from Comedy Central. The network also made them cut a scene in which Shelley set Stan on fire to keep the show from coming under the same fire for showing dangerous acts that can easily be imitated as Beavis and Butthead and later Jackass. Mm. It was during the writing of this episode that Parker and Stone decided Kyle would be the good student and school smarter than the other kids. That's interesting. Now, I didn't. I didn't know about the title or that scene. I had never heard of that before. Mm. 
I I I heard some uh, uh, ramblings about that they they wanted to call it Fox uh, Big, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't know that that was or true or not. But uh, that's interesting. Well, now we know it is true. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, let's get into what some of the critics thought of this episode. uh, Several media outlets described An Elephant Makes Love to a Pig as one of the most popular early South Park episodes. I could see that. I really could. I could see that. Tom Carson of Newsday said it was the most outrageous South Park episode until Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh aired three months later i don't agree with that i think it's uh i think uh, uh the last episode is more outrageous oh you mean uh the, the last one we reviewed yeah oh definitely really okay oh yeah well i can't wait till we, when we get into the mr hanky episode yeah i have a tremendous story to tell everyone so i'm gonna save it for that episode okay Many reviewers said the mere title demonstrated the crudeness and originality of South Park, then still a relatively new show. Chris Wagner of the Dallas Morning News said, With episode titles such as An Elephant Makes Love to a Pig, suffice it to say there ain't much on the air like it. (laughs) True. There ain't much like it on the air. Tamara Eichenberg of the Baltimore Sun said the episode demonstrated the show's ability to address uh, ethically challenging issues like genetic engineering with an imaginative, unconventional flair. The Melbourne, Australia-based newspaper, The Age, said the episode pushes a degree of political incorrectness that is so extreme and affronting it is almost unavoidably funny. Howard Rosenberg of the Los Angeles Times praised the episode and said the bestiality hinted at in the final scene of the episode illustrated the outrageousness of the show as well as the fact that the show would probably not be enjoyed by all audiences. (laughs) Rick Bentley of the Fresno Bee said the biggest laughs from the episode come from the song Chef Sings to the Elephant and Pig. Yeah. In 2008, Alicia Wade of the Daily Egyptian said the episode and its theme about genetic engineering still felt fresh more than 10 years after its original broadcast. In 2009, Travis Fickett of IGN rated this episode an 8.3 out of 10 and and concluded about it that it's a bit shocking, perhaps offensive to some. But in the context of murdering mutants and five-assed monkeys created by Brando parodies and Hawaiian moo-moos, it all makes perfect sense. And it's all quintessentially South Park. Yeah, I disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't think this is quintessential South Park. I don't think that. I, I, I disagree. Yeah, I, I don't think this scene or this episode defines South Park. Oh, no, definitely not. Um, there's other episodes when we get down the line, maybe in this first season, maybe in other seasons, where, you know, it's going, you know, those will be the episodes that define. Down the line. Yeah, down the line that define South Park. All right, now one more thing here. And I didn't realize this. And then uh, Fro will pick a character for us. The distribution license for An Elephant Makes Love to a Pig was among six South Park episodes purchased in 2000 by the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania-based company and website, SightSound.com. The site made the episodes available for download $2.50 for a two-day download, and $4.95 for a permanent copy. It was one of the first experiments with making television videos available for internet download, making An Elephant Makes Love to a Pig one of the first of any television episode made legally available on the internet. Yeah. What an episode to choose there to be your, uh, you know... 
to be legally down. Yeah. <laughs> Wedge. Yeah, I picked uh, Terence uh, uh, Mephisto because yeah, he's uh, he's the first uh, first time we meet Terence. Yeah, it is. And uh, there's not a lot about Terence. Uh, maybe you will read what it says about him. All right, I will do that for you. Terence Mephisto. Terence is an arrogant, spiteful boy at South Park Elementary who takes pride in his intellect and scientific achievement, but believes many of the other students to be below him as a result. He is far more concerned about science than human safety. He was a rival of the boys who participated against them in the South Park Elementary Science Fair early in the third grade, working with Bill Allen and Fossie McDonald to clone a human. Now, those two are like his sidekicks. Yes. Uh, he and his father successfully engineered a human foot and later evil clone Stan, who Terrence arrogantly freed despite his father's wishes. The clone rampaged across the town before his father killed it. Since his failed attempt against the boys, Terrence has largely receded to the background, though he does make prominent cameo appearances from time to time. Yes. Uh, his gender is male. His age is 10. His hair color is brown. His occupation is student. Hmm. <laughs> he uh, is in the fourth grade. He's uh, raised as a Roman Catholic. His father is Dr. Alfonso Manfesto. His mother is unknown. Uh, we never know where he is. Uh, we never meet uh, um, Dr. Alfonso Manfesto's wife. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Um, he has an adopted brother called Kevin Movesto, um, mm -hmm. and he is voiced by Matt Stone, and his first appearance was in this episode, An Elephant Makes Love Too Big. And uh, he has only had two cameos in Raisins, that was uh, season uh, 7, episode uh, 14, and Breast Cancer Show Ever, Season 12, Episode 9. So that's actually all the thing we know about Terrence. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he, he's pretty, you know, quiet, you know. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. But so, he, he's a great character. I, 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 I really like him. Mm-hmm. You, you sort of wonder, you know, would they have had more for him uh, down the line if they, you know, were continuing, were going to continue to use him. But obviously that wasn't the case at all. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what what a good way to use a character. Um, and it's an interesting episode. That's that's definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It is definitely an interesting episode. Interesting. 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 Well, uh, why don't we do the quick plugs real quick, and then we'll wrap it up for this week. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill. Uh, you can check out my other podcasts, uh, That Wrestling Show, The Scorecard, and the latest episode of Untitled Movie Project uh, came up a couple days ago, and boy, do I suffer for you guys in that episode. Oh, I, so, I listened to it. And, go check uh, it out. And I feel sorry for you. There were 14 songs in the movie! Why did you watch it? It was a fan-requested movie. Ugh. I didn't... I like... Okay, I don't mind musicals. Let me say that off the record, or for the record. I don't mind musicals. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I have... Uh, one of my uh, big, like, uh, secret loves uh, for uh, musicals is actually... Ah, oh, uh, Moulin Rouge. Mm -hmm. I love Moulin Rouge. Uh, I actually love uh, Chicago as well. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar is a really good musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweeney Todd. But, but, bro, yeah. 
teen songs. Yeah. In a movie. Yeah. Of a musical. Yeah. That's too much. Uh, not if it's uh, not if it is a musical. Well, I know, but I mean, okay, like, like Grease. I'll use Grease as an example. Right. That is a musical, but in the movie, they, you know, they made a good, you know, divide of plot and music. Yeah. Tell the listeners what musical you watched, by the way. I watched Oliver. Uh, like, please, like, the, the the only thing I think of when I say, uh, you say I love her is, may I have some more, please? More? <laughs> you want more? That's the only thing I know about mm-hmm. Oliver, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like that musical, to be honest. Huh. There you go. Yeah. And what Bill thought about the movie, you can hear on that podcast. But the one good thing about that is, you know, I did knock it out of my uh, bucket list of watching every Academy Award winning Best Picture. So that's another one that's off the list. So Have you have actually seen every one? Not yet. Oh. I'm getting there. I, I was beginning to wondering because I'm not sure I, if I am. Uh... I know it's, I think it's close to 50 now. Out of 50 movies? 50 movies out of, like, 87 or 88. Okay. Not all of them I've liked, so don't worry, folks. <laughs> and if you want to uh, hear me uh, talking about everything else but South Park, you can listen to another Digital Citizen. It's a good show. Yes, it is. It certainly is. Well, next time on this very show, we are going to touch on a very interesting and touchy subject yeah we are going to uh, talk about uh, suicide and yeah. it's it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be interesting yeah really so uh come back next week as uh, we try to have a serious conversation about death and suicide uh-huh so uh oh and, and also what your kids should be allowed to watch on TV. That's another topic for next week. Oh, definitely. So, on that note, for Fro, I'm Bill. We hope you enjoyed the show. Come back next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye, 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 baby. <laughs> Let me save this.